Thanks for pressing play on the BizTalk 518 podcast. I'm Leo Quinn. My guest today is Chris Jones of Chris Jones Media. He helps business owners, entrepreneurs, and ad agencies achieve happy clients with cost-effective voiceovers and social media videos. His brand is now the Bow Nose VO. The bow is the bow tie that he now wears as his brand, and VO is voiceover. Now this one is going to sound a little different because we recorded it on Zoom using video, so he could see me and I could see him. He was wearing his bow tie, and just to be a wise guy, I wore a tuxedo. So if you hear any references to tuxedos, you'll know why. It also might sound a little different because we spoke for quite a while before we started recording the podcast, and then when we were done recording my podcast, we recorded him interviewing me. So if it sounds a little bit jumbled or we make references that you don't understand, that's why. Now, Chris, tell us about Chris Jones Media. Chris Jones Media uh, now is now tagged as the Bonos VO, and uh, you've upstaged me on the bow tie thing today. <laughs> but uh, but generally, that's the tagline. And what what that really means is, uh, since the March of 2019, I have formally been doing this as a as a business. Now, what is the business? It's voiceover, uh, social media ad production. If you want to get a new image, uh, something new for your for your business, for your image, for your brand, you want to promote your brand, but you're not liking the way it's going now, I'm the one that could help you with that. Not everybody has a voice that they can do their own thing with, so that's where I would come in. I would, I can write the copy, but a lot of cases it's you talking and you writing the copy, and I'm coming in and and doing the you know the the production for it. So I can do voiceover for you. I can uh, do the video production. I would love to interview you for an origin story. And I mean, I talk to people all the time about origin stories and how they came to be. And I sit down, I've done this uh, basically on three different levels now. I did a restaurant in Lake George and that went viral. I did a, a smaller diner type place with farm to fork food over in uh, Queensbury. Mm -hmm. And just recently down in Schenectady, I was, uh, talking to a massage therapist. Her name is Laura Brown. Oh, yeah. I talked to Laura on my podcast as well. Oh, that must have been. How long ago did you do that? Oh, I don't know. Earlier this year or late last year. I started my podcast in November of last year, I think. Okay. Laura is Laura is a card to talk to. And I, uh, when I say that, I mean fun to talk to. And she's certainly passionate about what she does. Right. But that's the kind of thing I love doing is, uh, is uh, helping people get their message out. So, and I got the website, chrisjonesmedia.com, where it's all laid out, and um, I'm all over LinkedIn, and Facebook, and Twitter, and Instagram, and even TikTok, all of them. So, well, let's, let's hop in our DeLorean for a bit, and tell us about, you mentioned Plattsburgh. Were you actually born in Plattsburgh? No, but I lived a lot of my life there. My father was Navy and Air Force. Wow. I was born, actually, in Kittery, Maine. And there's, there's a naval hospital there, uh, or was, I think there still is, I think it moved. Portsmouth, New Hampshire, actually. But I guess the town of my birth is Kittery. Uh, moved around a bit, but I ended up growing up in Plattsburgh, New York, at the air, near the air base there. And for a long time, listened to the, uh, the radio and became a radio announcer in the late 70s. And did that for probably 13 years, at least. Um, uh, before I got into sales. For some reason, they say once you do radio, you stay in it forever. Uh, that wasn't the case with me because it was not paying the bills. 
unless your name is Howard Stern. Then it pays the your bills, my bills, all our bills. Yeah. Or the late great Don Imus, who was actually my favorite over Howard Stern. I'll catch some blowback on that one. Um, you're not going to make a ton of money unless you maybe own the place. So I decided to go into face-to-face -face sales, and that was that was pretty much the case for quite a while, up until about well March of 2019, where I decided I woke up one day and said, "Enough of this sales stuff. I'm going to go do my own thing." And it's been successful for the past year or so. Right. And uh, good Google reviews and all of that. All right. Well, back to your earlier life. Do you have? Did you grow up with siblings? I have a brother. He still lives in Plattsburgh and he works at the uh, newspaper up there. He's a press operator. So yeah, and my parents have both passed at this point. But uh, and a lot of my family is in Vermont, where my mother grew up, and a lot of them are in Maine, where my father grew up. So all right. So you're a Northeast family all around. All the way, all Red Sox. Oops. Did you have a Did you have a favorite subject in school? I think it was math at the time. I did very well in math. I remember the Regents' math. I think I aced it or something. Wow! And I uh, I had fun with that. How about a uh, growing up? Did you play any sports? Actually, I was not a sports guy. Not much at all. How about um, hobbies? I was in the chess club. Did that. I've never, I don't think I've ever met anyone that at least admitted being in the chess club, so. Well, here I am. Welcome. That's all, he's nerdy, he's, like, he's nothing, he's <laughs> chess, he's like, he didn't want to talk to him, he's a nerd. No, no, I like chess, I could play it all day. Did your family uh, have any pets when you were growing up? Dogs, cats, uh, plenty of them actually. A big St. Bernard, um, uh, various cats along the way. I have two right now actually. Yeah. So. How about um, your first job your first paycheck the one where they started taking social security out what was that dishwasher at a holiday inn in plattsburgh in okay. plattsburgh that was i remember that it's like wow i'm actually making some money now <laughs> money what's that my first ever radio job was at a little 1000 watt station up in uh, in in plattsburgh too and that was that was where i got started uh with actually using my voice to make money and, and um, I had a mentor up there who is now passed, um, uh, but he was a guy that you could, I remember, still remember uh, advice he gave at the time and, and, and ways of speaking, ways of talking that, you know, you, the right inflection, the proper pausing, uh, things like that, that would, uh, that would uh, you know, get, your, get people to care more and listen more rather than just rambling off something, you know. Did you go to uh, college after high school? Two years. Didn't graduate, Plattsburgh State. Okay. So I went to high school and college in the same area. And uh, the reason I didn't finish is because I got so enamored with, um, with being on the radio that that was my, at the time I thought that was gonna be my entire life, my career. Really? Okay. I'm on the radio, you know, it's like. Right, right. At the time, it's an it's an ego thing. It's like, hey, I'm a radio. I'm a star. Like, well, and, you know, that's how that was then. You happen to remember what you got on your SATs? No, I think <laughs> I did well though. I just okay. don't remember. <laughs> Very good. Well, do you remember you you recently started this business? Do you you probably obviously remember your favorite or your um, the first client you had. First client I had was BJS Artworks. 
She's an art and framing gallery here in Glens Falls. And in a previous life, I had sold her a car when I was selling cars. Uh -huh. And I knew that she had this art gallery and I'm fascinated with her, her skill at, at painting caricatures and just anything. So you can take a picture and, and pretty much reproduce it via, you know, on canvas. Okay. And, uh, and uh, I approached her about doing an advertisement, getting her on social media and uh, it worked out and uh, she loved it, got some good reviews out of it. And, and uh, I dare say she got some clients from that too. So great, great. So that was good. It's now time for my speed round. If you could have coffee with any three people dead or alive, who would they be? My father, who is past. Um, probably my mentor from the radio station that also passed. I think it was 2016. His name was Gordy Little, from uh, from Plattsburgh. And a third one. You know what? I'm going to stick with family on this one. My uh, my grandfather, because I don't think I talked to him enough. He passed in the 90s, but I was living uh, not near them at the time, and I'd love to have another chat with him. So those are the three. I'm not sure if I mentioned it last time we chatted, but I have a I four journals of my grandfather growing up in Saratoga from 1919 to 1922. Mm -hmm. And I go through them every day, go through one every day to find out what he was doing a hundred years ago today. So today is May 30th, 2020. And I want to tell you what my grandfather was doing. He was actually on a trip to New York city at this time. Mm -hmm. But on May 30th, he arose 8 AM, went to nine o'clock mass at St. Francis Assisi church on 31st street. Fair and quite warm today. Took ride in 8th Avenue bus this afternoon. Went to Lowe's Movies on Times Square with Ruiz tonight. Picture Louise something in, can't, name, can't name, see the name of the movie, but so that's, I would like to talk to my grandfather about these journals. Just to yeah. see what, he was 21 or 22 at this time in 1920s New York City at this particular mm -hmm. time. Grew up in uh, you, you say three people with coffee. I mean, I could name up a lot more, sure, sure. but uh, including my mother and uh, a bunch of people. In your course of your life, have you had any brushes with famous people? Tommy Dorsey. You ever heard of him? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. The band leader, right? Yeah. I interviewed his son in Ticonderoga on uh, WIPS radio up there at the time. 1250 on your AM dial, which is no longer, I think they shut down, I forget when, but that was fun because he brought a lot of his father's, you know, recordings with him. And I interviewed him about his father and what his father would be doing at certain times and the origins of this particular song or whatever. And the reason I cared about that so much is because my father was a big band piano player. Uh, uh, he would play piano in bands and do swing music. He did that uh, when he was in the Air Force and did it privately after retirement from the Air Force. And um, he also played drums on occasion. So I, I grew up uh, listening to Glenn Miller and Dorsey and mm -hmm. Benny Goodman and all of that. And uh, living in Burlington, Vermont for a while, like I did, I got to know some big bands that were up there and uh, got to talking with Tommy Dorsey's son and I didn't get to interview him on the radio in Burlington, but when I moved down to Thai, I managed to convince him to come down to Ticonderoga and, uh, and do a show with me there. 
I still have a recording somewhere. That's and, um, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. How about, are you a podcast listener? I listen to some, not a lot. Um, I've heard, your, I've heard yours. I like Thank it. Um, I got to say, I, I don't list, I don't follow a lot of them right now. Okay. How about a favorite restaurant in the area? That's tough because if I say one, the other ones are going <laughs> to. You want to get them all as clients, so you can't. Well, the one I did most recently was 12 Sporks there in Lake George. That's the one I did the origin story for. Mm -hmm. That's the one I spotlighted probably three, four days ago as of this recording. I got her on the phone and right. just talked about stuff. And it's an American cuisine sort of place, but they just do it well. Sure. Um, there's another place, though, and it's a chain. And I'm going to promote them a little bit. It's the ground round. They're not even in Glens Falls. There's one in Rutland and one in Plattsburgh. And uh, my wife and I love those, that too. They got this triple fajita that's to die for. Awesome. <laughs> triple fajita. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. Yeah, they used to be everywhere. They used to have one in Schenectady, I remember. And Yes, there used to be one here, but it turned into an Uno, I think, or something. Okay, yeah. How about your favorite, uh, favorite vacation spot? Kittery, Maine, or no, not, not Kittery necessarily. Uh, well, th this is a tie. I'm going to have to do a tie on this. Okay. My grandparents have a camp, or my, they owned a camp, now my aunt owns it, in Glover, Vermont. And it's on Shadow Lake, a little lake up in there. And also in Maine, we just love going to Noble Lighthouse, Cape Nettick, York, Maine. Okay. And, uh, you can't get enough of that place either. So, Vermont and Maine. Very good. How about a book that has influenced you in your business or personal life? Brand Intervention. In fact, I got it in the back here. There it is. Yeah. 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 That's a gentleman named David Breyer. Now, he is a Google branding expert. In fact, I, uh, I did a review of that book. It's, one of, it's, on, my, uh, it's on my YouTube. And I, I just went crazy whack on said, hey, David Breyer's book, you've got to read it. I was that kind of enthusiastic <laughs> for it. David himself was all over that review. He loved it. Um, but the, it talks about branding and differentiation, marketing yourself, and just standing out from the crowd, really. That's what it's about. And uh, that is a book that has seriously influenced uh, business-wise over the past uh, few months, for sure. Is that the reason you wear you wear a bow tie everywhere now? Is that your? No, that was a branding, and that was another guy that came up with that, and we agreed on it together. Uh, the bow nose bo, uh, but it has to do with that. Uh, mm -hmm. Before I, w I was I was doing this brand intervention before I was wearing the bow tie thing, or talking about the bow tie, and I was actually looking for something to differentiate with. And I got talking with another guy whose name is Corey Disson, and I'll tag him in this uh, podcast uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, he came up, him and I came up together with the idea of the bow. Be, remember Bo Jackson, Bo sure. Nose? Right. It's the, it's the whole thing. And this time it's B-O-W, Nose, V-O, V-O being voiceover, Bo Nose, V-O, and it all kind of flows. And then you can say something else like, well, the Bo knows a lot of things. He knows video. He knows social, he knows podcasts, he knows branding, maybe. He knows a bunch of things. Got to figure out how we can get you a picture next to Bo Jackson. 
What does he well, do? I can just Photoshop it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Bone, uh, Bo, the bow knows Photoshop. Um, yeah, Bo knows. Bo does know Photoshop. The bow has the entire Adobe suite here. So, uh, <laughs> How about a uh, favorite or most commonly used emoji? Probably the coffee one. Coffee, right. okay. Because I do something called daily walk for coffee, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, in which I spotlight events of the day and offer little tips, uh, marketing tips, and it's never no longer than a minute long. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do them pretty much daily. Um, and got to wear the bow tie on all of them. Got the Bono's VO logo, like you see. Where is it? Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, I guess coffee. And um, are you familiar with Scott Ginsburg, the name tag guy? I am not. Enlighten me. The name tag guy.com. For 20 years, he's now been wearing a name tag that says, My name is Scott. And he started doing that as sort of a social experiment, I think, and it's turned into his brand now. He has a blog. He speaks to companies all over the world. He's now tattooed, my name is Scott, on his chest, so oh, no gosh. one can beat his record until he's dead. Oh, gosh. So he's, uh, he's worn a, a name tag for so many consecutive days. Well, there's some branding for you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love that. That's a great idea. But you might be the, the bow tie guy. I don't know of any other off the well, top. The bow tie guy was something I picked up when I was in automobile sales. About the last two years of that, two, three years, um, my um, stepdaughter decided to get me a bow tie for some reason. I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but I got that for a Christmas present. And I said, okay, I'm just going to wear this. And all of a sudden, at the car dealership I was at, you know, you, people are not going to remember your name half the time because customers generally don't Right. in any business a lot of times, uh, unless you make an impression. So I started making the impression with the bow tie. So then I started becoming known as the bow tie guy. And now I have this entire collection in the other room of which this is one. Most of them are the kind where you got to actually tie them and do all that. Um, so yeah, that bow tie guy actually started there, but it's 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 not really that now. Although I still am a bow tie guy, uh, it went from the car business over into the voiceover business. So now it's the bow nose bo. Okay, so it's, and it's funny you talk about branding. This whole networking, being active out in the community, going to networking events and mixers and all that is relatively new to me. I only started that in 2016. Mm -hmm. In 2016, I did a different experiment every month. So January, I learned a, a Polish word a day because my sister-in-law is Polish. And in February, I think I was gluten-free. In March, I went to 31 networking events in 31 days. Oh my gosh. And I, uh, I didn't find one a day. Last week, I had to do 10. So I did three on Monday and two on Tuesday and all that. And I, I knew I'd run into other marketers while I was doing that. So I decided I was going to introduce myself as the birthday guy because I own 518birthdayclub.com. Mm -hmm. where I list all sorts of deals you can get from area merchants on your birthday. So if you met me in 2016, you probably know, think of me as the birthday guy. So you might not remember my name, like you said, but you remember that, that guy that is always talking about birthday marketing. So well, I, that, I see the yeah, value in that. This happens a lot. It's like, who's that guy with the bow tie? Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. I forget his name, Fred. There's, Joe. Probably, there's probably 10 million Chris Joneses around. Aren't oh, there? yeah, Google it. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks. I'm sure there are. Google. Uh, but, but if you if you Google the Bono's VO. Oh yeah, you're it. You 15, 20 it. entries before you get to something else. 
So oh, Jackson's going to show up, but not immediately. Yeah, so how about a favorite movie? Science fiction, probably. Uh, probably a Star Trek movie. Uh, now there's a Wrath of Khan. That's the only one I know. <laughs> well, that would certainly be near the top. Because um, it was, you know, that was a continuation of one of the episodes of the Star Trek original series. Okay. Um, not the newer Star Trek. It would be the older ones with uh, probably the next generation. All, it's hard to say. I, it's hard to pick because they're all good. I want to say First Contact is the one I keep going back to to watch. It's basically, uh, you know, set things right, um, time travel sort of thing, and, mm -hmm. and very philosophical at, at times, too. And that's mm -hmm. what I kind of like about Star Trek. It's, uh, whereas somebody would argue Star Wars, uh, but that's more fantasy, uh, whereas Star Trek is more philosophical. I see. What I love to see is these comparisons of Star Trek and Star Wars. And then and I always just end the conversation with this. Star Wars ships go the speed of light. In Star Trek universe, that is warp one. So if Captain Kirk or Captain Picard says, warp two, Scotty, you're gone. See ya. <laughs> and you win. That. So I'm, I'm going to assume your favorite TV show falls in the Star Trek Star category. Trek category? Yeah, I, I would say so. Okay. Uh, probably the original series, actually, because I grew up on it. And okay. then they have the remastered versions, which yeah. redid all the special, you know, the space effects and the ships and all that. Okay. And but the storylines hold up over time. A lot of more political, but still they hold up. Yeah. And my final question: Beatles or Rolling Stones? <laughs> That's a toughie. Really? And being a radio guy, mm -hmm. I enjoy a lot of both. They were they're both talented. Uh, the uh, the Rolling Stones were a little rougher, of course, in their whole approach to everything, and they're sure. still going. Um, uh, Beatles. If I had to pick, Beatles are the winner. Well, tell my to... listeners how they find you. What are your website addresses and social media handles? All that. ChrisJonesMedia.com. Okay. is where everything else can be accessed. But my favorite hangout on social media would be LinkedIn, the business site. And I'm Chris Jones Media there too, but you'll see the Bonos VO as my main, uh, my main thing there. And I'm there all the time, uh, more so than Facebook. Facebook, I have a business page, but it's, it, it's, uh, I, Facebook is more family. Although I, and, but I say that and having just spent some money on some Facebook ads for the business. So, so it's Chris Jones Media on Facebook, also on Twitter and Chris Jones Media on Instagram, also IGTV and on TikTok, the, uh, the newer, younger Chinese uh, uh, social media platform, which is extremely popular. Yes, with kids doing their music and all of that stuff but there's a lot of business presence on there. In mm -hmm. fact, there's a guy that I follow. His name is Gary Vaynerchuk. Sure. Uh, he's a serial entrepreneur in New York. He just did a 12 hour marathon uh, on TikTok and raised uh, several million dollars to feed the hungry. What was he doing? He wasn't singing, I take it? No, he doesn't sing well. <laughs> no, it was just, but that's the power of social media. That's, that's Sure, sure.
Very good. Well, that's the end of my podcast. Thank you very much. My pleasure. I've had fun with it. 